Do you know what time it is? It's that time again with Cindy Gern, who has the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. I'm Jennifer Taylor, Vice President of U.S. Jobs at the Consumer Technology Association, located right here in Arlington, Virginia. I'm so delighted to be a host on the Workforce Show today, covering the future of work. Today, we're talking with Steve Jordan, Executive Director of the Veterans Employment Initiative at the Northern Virginia Tech Council. Hi, Steve, and welcome to the Workforce Show. Good afternoon, Jen. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure to have you here. Um, what I want to talk about today is the high demand for skilled workers in the Northern Virginia area and uh, the role uh, that veterans can play in helping address this skills gap. Before we do that, can you tell us a little bit about your role at the Northern Virginia Tech Council and what exactly is the Veterans Employment Initiative? Absolutely. First, let me uh, describe what the Tech Council is. So the Northern Virginia Technology Council has been around for about 30 years. It's one of the largest tech trade associations in the United States. It has about 1,000 members, uh, 700 of which or so are, are commercial businesses. It's tech-focused, but not tech-exclusive. So we have a lot of uh, financial services, uh, a lot of uh, health hospitals and health um, initiatives going on, but then we also have a, a good amount of some nonprofits, some state, local, uh, national government entities, uh, and then an educational component with all of the national capital regions, universities, uh, to include community colleges. So, so that provides it does what trade associations do. It it supports its membership of these one thousand members. So, underneath that. Uh, NVTC, as we call it, uh, has its own foundation, and it's that foundation that funds and supports what I do, the Veterans Employment Initiative, or the, the, the VEI. And what we've done with the VEI, it's been around for about five years, uh, and it's a business-driven solution to uh, providing a talent pathway to our member companies, but specifically targeting our veterans, whether they're the transitioning military, about to be veterans, uh, the veterans that are already out, or the greatly underserved uh, military spouse community. And we, we really build that bridge to, uh, that really focuses on, on human capital or uh, talent. That's really impressive, and, and what a need for the VEI. So, you know, Northern Virginia is home to many large tech companies from Northrop Grumman to Lockheed Martin and so many um, other defense contractors. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how many military service members transition out of the service each year? And are they looking for jobs, you know, in Northern Virginia at these, these tech companies? Sure. So on a national scale, about a quarter million military members transition out of the service every year. And to be honest, it's it's a bit like a sausage factory. It's a huge military. Some folks are 
getting out after their initial hitch, four, five, six years. Some folks are retiring out of the military at, at, at 20 years plus, and there's some uh, in between that are going to have to make that career uh, decision. On a more regionally focused scale, if we take a look at, say, mid-Maryland, Fort Meade, uh, moving down south through D.C., through the Pentagon and Fort Belvoir and Joint Base Myers-Henderson Hall and Joint Base Andrews, down to about Quantico, say mid-Virginia, with, with that regional focus, about eight to 10,000 military members uh, transition out of the service every year. Uh, anecdotally, uh, we have found within this region that about one-third are staying. They've decided to stay. They've bought a house. Their, their spouse uh, may have just a, a great employment opportunity. Their kids are going to school. Uh, so that's great. So we certainly want to provide that lane uh, for that employment opportunity. About one-third are going to go home, wherever home is. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Coast, they've got uh, family business or they've got a house back there. Or that's just where they're from. And about one-third are going to chase an opportunity. That opportunity, will be, we certainly, within our region, we'd, we'd like them to stay here um, but if not, they're, they're going to go chase that for their, their next job, is, uh, in quotes, per se. Um, the unemployment right now is, uh, is very low. On a national scale, it's right around 4%. Um, if you specifically take a look at the, the veteran population, it's actually better than the national scale, about 3.6%. But mm-hmm. what's, what's key to recognize is that Folks are getting out all the time, so that need to build programs for our veteran and military spouse population is more critical than ever because that, that pipeline is is constant. And if anything, with some growth to our military, it's going to be even more critical. Yeah, I never really thought about that. It's constantly flowing. We constantly have uh, veterans and military spouses entering into the civilian workforce. So, Steve, why are veterans a great candidate for tech companies to consider in the workforce. Yeah, great, great question, and I think it, uh, you know, it, it's great to put the veterans and the military spouse community in the spotlight first and foremost. Uh, for one, if if the military does anything, and I spent about 35 years in the Navy, it, it trains you, and it's it's a constant training environment where you you train, you develop your expertise, and then you go execute. When the, when the mission's done, you come back, and nine times out of ten, you re-enter the, the training cycle. So, so military folks just have a – it's kind of built in that they have this lifelong learning, no matter how long they've mm. spent in the military. Um, and, and so we develop folks that are, that are trainable. Uh, we, at a very early age, uh, almost within a year or two – uh, after they get into the military, then we're going to develop them as leaders. So that, those soft skills that are really uh, m- invaluable invaluable, and those traits of leadership, so the ability to communicate professionally up and down a, a chain of command, the ability to work in a teaming environment, uh, innate flexibility with regards to time and resources and dollars and tools, constantly staying focused on the mission or the bottom line, and, and I think most importantly, and it really ties to what you were saying about why are they a great resource for the technology ecosystem, is that we develop their analytical thinking mm-hmm. at the first stage. So it, military folks need to figure stuff out, usually because they are constrained with time or, or resources. And we're, we're very good with that. And our, our leaders at a very early stage 
put it on the individual solar sailor marine coast guardsmen to, to figure stuff out. That's great, Steve. I mean, you're engaging with the tech companies in the northern Virginia area on a regular basis, while I'm also speaking with tech companies across the country. And I know you're hearing what I'm hearing, and that is these soft skills are the most important. They find that it's more difficult to teach an employee those soft skills. Uh, They think it's easier to teach them the technical skills. So when the veterans are coming into the workforce, the civilian workforce, with those soft skills that you just identified, it's a great value uh, to to our member companies, to your tech member companies, as well as mine. Uh, they value those tremendously. The ability to work in teams, listen to others, and engage with diverse thinking. Yeah, NVTC recently, uh, through our, our research initiative, uh, has built a what we call a tech talent collaborative. It's a, it's a group of about 20 talent acquisition professionals, and we ask them to pull apart the job descriptions and identify what are the most important knowledge areas or traits to get a job specifically within the technology community. And we really broke it down into data analytics and cloud computing and cyber. Uh, and so the, the professionals went off and did that and they came back and they developed you know, really a kind of a top 10 list. Uh, there was one for cyber, one for data analytics uh, and, and so on. But what was uh, really telling was four of the five traits were, were not a, a technical knowledge, was not the ability to to code or a specific certification, but they were all tied to the soft skills that, that we just talked about. So now we have the non-military folks within the talent acquisition uh, community that have identified that, realize it, that you can teach somebody a skill, but it is it takes time to develop those communication and leadership skills, and they realize that. So uh, I, I think that bodes well for the future of the talent pipeline for veterans and military spouses to find their, their next careers. I'm really glad you shared that because what I've just heard you share is that, you know, the the jobs that I think are in high demand, that I hear are in high demand, are jobs such as software engineers, data analysts, cybersecurity um, experts, uh, individuals who are familiar with uh, networking and cloud computing. Those are those are jobs, and the skills are continuously evolving. Um, and, and as technology changes and improves and provides more capability, those specific skills within those jobs is going to continue to change. And it's just really important for um, existing workers to understand that they're going to continuously have to learn new skills, and it's that embracing that mentality of lifelong learning is what I'm hearing you say. And the other thing is, is that just reiterating that um, four of the five top skills that your survey uh, yielded were in the areas of soft skills. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so tell me a little bit about what the VEI has done over the last four or five years to help connect veterans with jobs in the tech sector. And again, uh, just to set the table for everyone, NVTC has over 1,000 members in its organization, and the Consumer Technology Association has over 2,200 member companies. And these organizations are just 
really chomping at the bit to find skilled workers. A recent study at the CTA, at the Consumer Technology Association, uh, noted that 92% of tech leaders surveyed said it is going to become increasingly difficult to find the skilled workers they need over the next five years. So recognizing that issue and challenge is also very relevant with NVTC members. What has the VEI done to bridge those two worlds together, veterans and jobs in tech? Great question. Okay, to, to start with, I think the, the realization was that we needed to recognize that our companies are hungry for talent. Uh, and so they can continue to go about the traditional ways of recruiting, uh, which is on college campuses or in Washington, D.C. We're, we're very familiar with uh, contracts uh, running their course, a contract ends, uh, a new contract opens up, and then talent just migrates from one company to another, but we're really not developing that. So about five years ago, uh, some of our uh, key leaders in MBTC said, hey, why aren't we taking formal advantage of the military talent, this eight to 10,000 folks a year that are getting out, and entice them to stay in this region, because our, our companies uh, uh, could certainly use it. So under NVTC, and, and, and I can't uh, uh, expound enough on how key partnerships are uh, and member company support, uh, the VEI was, was born. Uh, we just, in fact, we just celebrated our fifth anniversary last fall. And critical, Congratulations. Well, thanks very much. Uh, critical to that was to develop a, a technology piece that supports it, a, a marketplace. Uh, so in partnership, actually, with the Consumer Technology Association right there at, at, at the beginning was, a, uh, was part of the creative force that stood up um, a web application, U.S. Tech Vets. Uh, so ustechvets.org is a career site, more than just a job board, but a career site. It, was, it is created run and managed day-to-day -day by great partner, one of our member companies, Monster.com, who also owns Military.com, and, that, and that's key. So now we have a, a company, Monster.com, that really, I mean, nobody runs a job board better than they do. And then content-wise, the, uh, the ownership or acquisition of Military.com has now created uh, this, this great amount of job seeker facing content that we've been able to incorporate on US Tech Vet. So, so when you enter on the job seeker side, uh, what you have is things like military skills translators, which can take your, your kind of inane uh, service codes, your, your, uh, your MOS codes, your, your MOS, your military occupation specialty, every service calls them something different. They're uh, just kind of a hieroglyphics of numbers and, and letters, but it, it means something to the service. But it means absolutely nothing to a, a civilian uh, talent acquisition professional. It's interesting. So, so it'll translate that. Not only that is your primary duties, as we all, I'm a 1310, I was a helicopter <laughs> pilot. So if I told, if I put in 1310 in the military skills translator, it would it would um, translate that into a uh, an aviator, but then it would then link it to all the jobs within aviation, but then I can continue to populate that with other duties and schools that I've had through the course of my military career and really help me really translate my resume from military ease to civilian ease, something that a, a, a recruiter can, can understand. And it's just a great starting point from that. It's also got some things, uh, some timelines, transition timelines from about 18 
months out of ending your military career and the things that you should be doing. Uh, it's got some some uh, tools that gives you insight into the financial aspects mm-hmm. of your personal life. In other words, how much how much money and capital do you need? You may or may not have a retirement. You may or may not have funds saved up. So it gives you an idea of maybe wh- where to start your salary and compensation discussions with. And so from the job seeker side, it's a, it's a very easy and user-friendly tool. And then on the back end for the recruiters, we have about 700 corporate recruiters that are using this tool to source talent. Uh, Monster has opened up their entire veteran resume database of about a million veteran resumes. And if you are a NVTC or CTA member, uh, your teams have uh, have full access to that entire resume uh, database on a on a global scale. So it's uh, we've, amazing. We've had great success. It's turned out to be a, a fantastic tool. Right. And so do NVTC members and CTA members upload their jobs and make these available to uh, veterans to have access to? Yeah, absolutely. So so what we've got on, on any given day, uh, just really depending on the time of year or, sure. or the month, we've got 5,000 to 15,000 jobs available. Uh, from my perspective, the best way to do it is for a company to share their career site with U.S. Tech Vets. It's called a job wrapping where we basically uh, copy and paste their entire career site on a very regular basis uh, onto U.S. Tech Vets. And so it's continually refreshed, not only with veteran resumes from Monster, but with uh, with jobs from our, mm-hmm. our, our respective uh, organizations and member companies. So, Steve, for the veterans uh, who are out there listening to our show right now or to military spouses who are listening to the show right now, uh, we should encourage them to go to ustechvets.org if they'd like to see all the jobs that are posted and available for veterans um, here in Northern Virginia and across the country um, uh, that are being made available from uh, tech companies that are part of NVTC and CTA. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a fantastic tool. I would offer it's a great place to start. Uh, and, and I want to emphasize that it's a great place to start because it's it's some of the other activities that are, if not equally important, more important, such as networking, uh, developing your pitch or your story, or your 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 value proposition to to a company. But I, th- I think uh, as a as a starting point, U.S. Tech Vets is is great. I, I did want to pick up on, and, and you did a great job of, of of ensuring that military spouses are included in this conversation. I think uh, I'm encouraged that the spotlight has really turned on regionally and even better nationally on this incredibly talented but greatly underserved population of military spouses. So as, as spouses follow their service member around the globe, um, more often than not, they're unable to really use their, their background, whatever it is from an educational side or from a workforce experience side, to, to get their next job, not not exclusively, but more often than not, they're taking something that um, that really doesn't realize their their full potential. From both their end, they're really taking the first thing that comes along. They know that they're in a in a geographic location for a short period of time, two to three years, uh, before they have to pull up uh, tent stakes, so to speak, and and head off to the. Uh, to the next base or or port or, or or airfield, so it's a continuing cycle, and so they they end up with this very eclectic resume of a wide variety of jobs that may or may not uh, connect to their their educational background or, or talent fields. 
but what they've what they bring to a company is incredible and it really is those same kinds of soft skills that are developed in our military members if if they're they're taking care of things on the home front while their service member is is deployed forward so besides doing a, a job, they're really taking care of all ex- aspects of family life. And that's exactly the kind of person that, uh, that would find a great landing spot in our uh, technology companies. Thanks for sharing that, Steve. Now let's talk a little bit about Amazon. They happen to be a member of NVTC, Northern Virginia Tech Council, as well as the Consumer Technology Association. They have seen a great deal of value in hiring veterans. Um, in fact, they have a partnership with the Northern Virginia Community College, and they offer a cloud computing apprenticeship program. From your vantage point, um, what can you tell us about that apprenticeship program and the impact it's had on veterans' lives? Yeah, I think I, here, so. Here's where we see Amazon's, and specifically Amazon Web Services, that portion of Amazon that's that's focused on cloud computing. They're looking at non-traditional ways of bringing talent in. I mean, they I am sure that they have a presence on all the engineering kinds of campuses throughout the United States, but it's not we aren't producing enough capacity and, and that capacity is growing. If we take a look at, at Virginia Tech and George Mason and, and GW and, and colleges in our area, they have certainly turned the tap on, and not the least of which is our community colleges as well on the technology side of of um, of educational development. But what Amazon Web Services has done is one, it, it's recognized those soft skills and it thought that uh, maybe we can uh, bring on a more traditional apprenticeship styled program. And so they've really been the model. Uh, and so what they have done is they've uh, targeted the uh, veteran and military spouse community. Uh, they build a cohort of, it's about a dozen right now, and they have a continuing series of about every six months building a cohort, uh, having an, a classroom educational uh, initiative, generally through a, a local community college. For us, it's a Northern Virginia Community College. It has about 12 to 16 weeks of classroom time, and then they bridge over to Amazon Web Services for a uh, Department of Labor certified apprenticeship. And that's about 12 months long, uh, and that bridges to a full employment opportunity at the end. What's critical is just like the old blue collar apprenticeships, the pipe fitters, the welders, the electricians, is they're getting pay and benefits from day one when they enter the Northern Virginia Community College. So, and those salaries are north of $60,000 a year with benefits. In fact, they take a couple of bumps as the program goes along. And as they demonstrate their competencies. Absolutely. Uh, and so it's just, it's a great prototype. They've now expanded it nationally. Uh, they're developing cohorts in Texas and Washington State. And uh, recently, the state of Virginia, through its uh, Go Virginia, which stands for Growth and Opportunity uh, Virginia initiatives, taking the AWS model, we've, we've put together uh, about four more companies in cyber, cloud computing, and uh, uh, technology manufacturing, and we're going to mirror this uh, technology apprenticeship program, and that should start in about the June timeframe of this year. That is exciting and such a great example of a tech company embracing all of the value and the skills and experiences that veterans bring to the workforce. So one thing I just want to point out, Steve, that um, I want to encourage those who are listening to um, let this sink in. You were a helicopter pilot. What What an experience. I mean, you have skills that I can't even begin to describe. And it must be really challenging when you're transitioning out to think, 
hey, what kind of jobs are out there for me? You um, have proven that uh, those skills are very much transferable. And now you're leading, you have these great leadership skills, now you're leading an entire initiative to help connect veterans into the workforce. So I want to commend you for that, and I want that to be an example to others who are looking to transition out. Well, thank you. You know, the workforce is changing. Uh, the future of work is a phrase we hear a lot about. It's changing rapidly. Um, but there is such opportunity for everyone to play a part in there in this uh, future of work. So what message in our closing here, what message would you like to give a short message uh, to those who are listening in terms of what does the future of work look like to you? Well, I think it, to go back on your, well, thanks for the comments about my uh, my naval service. And and I loved it. I loved every single day and, and probably would still be in it if, uh, if, if they allowed me. But, but I was, you know, it, the decision point came and I was forced to, to make a transition. And so the hardest question that I dealt with was, well, what do I do next? Uh, and so as we look at our workforce on a national, if not global scale, it's changing fast and it's, and it's, it's changing wildly. Um, even what I did in the military, the soft skills and leadership skills applied, but, but Right now, having only been out for uh, about six years, my counterparts are doing very different things and using their technology than, than, ever, than I ever did. So you had mentioned the emphasis on lifelong learning or, or upskilling, and I just think that's more important than ever. But at the same time, there is, there's so many companies and initiatives that, that provide that, uh, whether it's in the, in the non-traditional ways, whether it's coding camps or these, these traditional blue-collar apprenticeship programs that are now focused on, on technology. Uh, so much of the training is online, and so much of it for our veterans, our military members, and our military spouses, it, it's free. Uh, once they validate that, that you're a veteran, you have the ability to learn a lot of the entry-level uh, tech positions. And so if you're looking to change a career or, or, or do something different, I think those resources are, are available. And what I would also just kind of end up with is, and, and that's why organizations like mine are there. So folks have a place to go to, to ask questions, to, to figure out what they want to do next, to find out a, a place to start. Well, thank you, Steve Jordan of the Veterans Employment Initiative from the Northern Virginia Tech Council. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing your insights about how veterans can find uh, work in the tech sector. Once again, um, we encourage you to go to ustechvets.org. It is a free uh, career platform that will help veterans as well as military spouses uh, seek opportunity and end employment uh, within the tech sector. Thank you, Steve, for being on the Workforce Show today. Well, thanks for your time. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.